This is the Better Than Before Betrayal Podcast, episode number 54, Anticipation, Not Expectation. Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a life coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience of growth and healing, as I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Hello, thanks for listening in today. I am excited to talk to you about anticipation instead of expectation. What are your thoughts about the difference between anticipation and expectation? What do you think the difference is? What thoughts and ideas come to your mind when you think of anticipation? And what thoughts and ideas come when you think of expectation? Do you think that they're the same thing? Sometimes. Last week, we talked about wanting without needing. And I mentioned that you can have hope for change and that you can even choose to expect change and that expectations can be tricky. I talked about making sure it was an optimistic, hopeful expectation, not a demanding ultimatum. One, you want to keep it clean. And I think that anticipation is a useful word in working to keep it clean. What do you think? I've said before that an unvoiced expectation is a planned disappointment. And I've also added voiced expectations can lead to disappointment too. We can voice an expectation. We can make a request. And the other person may not be willing to honor that request. Or they may want to honor it, and then when it comes to showtime, they don't do it. They don't honor the request. They don't do it because why? Well, it could be for many reasons. Most likely it comes down to discomfort. They don't want the discomfort of doing the thing or not doing the thing. For example, I make a request that my husband be honest with me. He wants to be honest with me. And yet, when it comes time to share something, he avoids the discomfort of doing so. So he tells a lie, or he just doesn't say anything. He chooses not to be open and transparent. So we can want to do something, or not do something, and we don't always act in our integrity. When do you find yourself doing the same thing? Acting in a way you don't want to. To avoid discomfort. I know I do it. So how can we grow with this idea 
of anticipating and not expecting. We get curious, of course. P.S. This is the answer, getting curious. 95% of the time with coaching. If you haven't caught on to that yet, you will. And it's not always the case for sure. Well, actually, no, it's always the case. Get curious about useful thoughts and unuseful thoughts and beliefs. So I consider, consider (laughs) anticipating instead of expecting. I can try it on and see how it feels. It feels better to me. And our human brain likes to feel better, so it might stick. Or it might take some getting curious and wrestling with it. Either way, it's okay. I like to choose my thoughts intentionally. So I can anticipate that I will learn to use the skill that I'm learning. As I get more courageous, even if I'm not there yet, I can anticipate my husband learning skills, practicing skills, and choosing to face the discomfort required to be honest. If I expect it, then I won't have much room for grace and compassion for myself or for my husband. As I and he learn skills or learn a skill, then get the courage to practice a skill sometimes, and then learn to grow and be courageous enough to use that skill more and more, and then use it all of the time, except the times when we don't, because of our humanness. And some skills we will choose to use all of the time, because we've decided we choose to show up in the way that we want to, even when it is uncomfortable. We don't want to go back to our past selves. We choose to live intentionally. We really do have to learn to be okay with discomfort. Does this make sense to you? Can you feel the difference in anticipating and expecting? Is that uncomfortable for you? Can you consider replacing expectations with anticipations? Or does it feel good, more peaceful, more hopeful, not so heavy? Try it out and see what you think. When I expect that my husband will be honest with me, I might find myself disappointed. When I anticipate he will be honest with me, I hold space for his learning to do so. What expectation do you have that you want to try this out on? I want to share an experience that I've had that gave me an opportunity to practice anticipation instead of expectation. I love temples, and I am blessed to live in an area with several temples nearby. When I discovered my husband's affair, I knew 
I needed strength to get me through. I wanted the peace that I could feel in the temple. At that time, I decided to start going weekly. I usually go by myself. I looked forward to the day that my husband would be able to attend with me again. I anticipated the day. For years, I have hoped and anticipated that the day that he would have the the blessings restored to him. I did not pressure him at all. He missed out on many family weddings, opportunities to give blessings, stand in with baby blessings, administering the sacrament during COVID. And there was no pressure from me because I wanted him to do it on his timeline. I knew he had to go through the repentance process him on his timeline. I wanted him to do it for the right reasons, not for me and not for anyone else. And I had plenty of thoughts that weren't so kind. Lest you mistake me for a saint. In fact, I often had the thought, if he didn't do the work to have these blessings restored in his life, I wasn't going to do it for him if he died. I wasn't going to do the work for him that he wasn't willing to do for himself. How's that for an attitude? And most of the time, I stayed in anticipation instead of expectation. So, earlier this year, when my husband applied to have his priesthood and temple blessings restored, it became more of a reality that the day would come when we could attend together. I had lots of thoughts about this, of course. Again, I love the temple. It has strengthened me and brought me peace beyond what I could have ever imagined. Now, I had to be careful not to have expectations about my husband's temple attendance. I have done the work on this for years, actually. I want to go to the temple weekly. I didn't know how often my husband would want to go. And I decided to not have any expectations. I made that choice. And because I anticipated that he would want to attend and I didn't expect it, I showed up differently. I promise it made a difference. I know myself. I know how I show up with expectation. And I know how I show up with anticipation. It feels different. It looks different. Some might say it's imperceptible. It's not, though. My husband noticed it. He told me so. It makes a huge difference in my life. And you guessed it. Now, when I use the skill of anticipation rather than expectation, it truly does make my life better than before betrayal. I hope you'll try it out. Talk to you next time.
Bye. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have questions about this or any topic that you'd like to understand more deeply, to help you take responsibility for your own happiness, to find growth and healing from what you have experienced, please go to betterthanbeforebetrayal.com and schedule a time to chat with me. I'd love to answer questions for you. See you soon.